0: Thank you so much for tuning in to the Todd Coconado Podcast, otherwise known as The Remnant. If you have found us, you are probably a 300 remnant warrior because you are willing to stand. That's right. There are 300 of us, probably more than that actually, but we are like Gideon's army in this very, very interesting hour in our world. We are uh, allowing the Lord to whittle away, separate the wheat from the chaff but those that are willing to stand for the full Bible, every single word, not taking out a jot or a tittle, but standing for the full Bible in 2021, having faith, trusting God, believing the Lord is able to do what he said he's gonna do, then you are a remnant warrior. And I wanna thank you for tuning in. It's so great to have you here. Uh, I did get asked a question the other day, and they said, Todd, are you still believing that God is gonna move in our nation? And I absolutely do. In fact, I wanna read my response just so that those on the radio can hear where I'm at right now as of the 16th of February, because some people think that I might have dropped off. So I just want you to know, here's what I said. I said, I got asked today if I stop believing that God is going to intervene and save our nation. Do I think that we are headed into a very dark time? Here's my answer. I say, make no mistake. We are seeing much darkness right now, but I believe Haman will hang on his own gallows. I've not changed my feeling here, I don't know how God will move. I don't know when God will move, but I know God is going to move. Here's what I believe. God hears the prayers of the righteous. God responds to the prayers of the righteous. In other words, he's moving on our behalf. We will see a powerful revival and move of God in the United States of America. I'm speaking that out. People will say only God could have done this. There will be dancing in the streets as the revival comes. This is on God's time and not ours. What has been done in darkness will be exposed and brought to the light. God is not a man that he would lie. I trust his, meaning God's, plan. This is not about my plan. This is about his. I am speaking life and believing that the wicked will be unseated and God will thwart the assignment of hell on the United States of America and turn it around for his glory. My advice, hold the line. Trust God. He's never left the throne. He hears our prayers. America shall be saved let it be so in jesus name that's my official statement that's what i believe i'm not going to back down i believe god will respond to the righteous remnants prayer in our country that's why we're together he's brought us together let me tell you something he's doing so many things i honestly never even could have thought of half these things that god is on the move and doing right now in the united states so i understand why it's this way a little bit more now because i'm seeing how god is using this for his glory as he always does and we need to keep praying and believing saints. The worst thing is for us to act like we're defeated or allow depression to take root or let us you know, just think we're, okay, I guess we're going to walk into slavery now, or we're going to have to you know, be persecuted in America now. That is the last thing. Listen, let me tell you who knows the power that the church has. The devil. He knows the power that we potentially have, and he doesn't want to see the church rise up to where we're meant to be. He doesn't want to see us to walk in the full anointing. He doesn't want us to walk in our full identity in Jesus Christ. So the devil knows the enemies here on earth, like those that are walking in wickedness, they know the potential of the church. That's why they're scared. That's why they're panicking. That's why they're trying to do everything they can in the natural. But you know who doesn't know sometimes? The church. For whatever reason, we honestly sometimes don't walk in the full authority. Don't walk in our full identity in Jesus Christ and allow the enemy to brand us as defeated. We're not defeated. So we need to rise up, stand up and proclaim our victory in Jesus Christ because that's who we are. We're victorious. It doesn't mean we're not going to go through a challenging time. It doesn't mean that we're not going to see some egregious things that, that are very, very sad and upsetting, like some of the bills that Joe Biden is trying to press through. I get it. There's wicked stuff going on right now. We see it and we're praying against it, and we're, we're listening to the scripture that says what's bound on earth is bound on heaven. What's loose on earth is loose in heaven. That's why we need to be praying. And that's what we're doing. But don't give up, and don't feel like your prayers are not heard. Your prayers are definitely heard. You were meant to be alive in this time in history, Saint. Listen to me. God knew what he was doing when he made you for a time as this. He knows the potential in you, and he also wants to empower you To be a history maker and a game changer. I mean that. So embrace that. That's your identity. That's who you are. So listen, I want to talk about some developments that I did not mention in yesterday's show, but I probably should have. Donald Trump made an amazing, interesting announcement that I want to analyze. I'm going to talk about the full text of Trump's statement on impeachment because he put out the statement and I want to dissect it with you, and let's talk about it on today's episode. I think there's a lot of uh, cryptic messages here, uh, things that, that Trump put in here that he wants his voters and, and people that have ears to hear, basically, and I'm not saying that Trump is you know, some type of spiritual figure or anything like that, but I do believe that there's a connection because I think God has anointed Donald Trump. Do you agree with that? I, I think that he anointed Donald Trump that's why he's been able to do already what he was able to do. I mean, look at how he got in in 2016. It was nothing short of a miracle what happened. And I believe that he's God's anointed and appointed. I don't believe God's done with using him, but I do believe it, 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 the responsibility is on the church to pray this through. And I know I'm using that term again from the election, but I really believe that, that God's saying, look, you have to understand your authority, you know, our battle's not against flesh and blood, it's against strongholds and principalities. So our authority... And the ability that we have to change the physical, in, in, the, in the physical world, in the physical realm, because we have authority in the supernatural. And we have to understand the connection there. There's a major connection. So that's why we can't lose focus and we can't feel like we're defeated. It's super important we understand this. So let me go through this statement because I think it's important. I'm going to read. Here's the message. It says, it says, I want to first thank my team of dedicated lawyers and others for their tireless work upholding justice and defending the truth. He says, my deepest thanks as well to all of the United States senators and members of Congress who stood proudly for the constitution we revere for the sacred legal principles at the heart of our country. Our cherished constitutional republic, and I'm glad that he called it a republic because I hear so many people calling it a democracy. It's not a democracy, it's a republic. He says, our cherished constitutional republic was founded on the impartial rule of law, the indispensable safeguard for our liberties, our rights, and our freedoms. Let's stop there. Are our liberties, our rights, and our freedoms being protected right now? In this current situation that we're in, as we watch the quote-unquote Biden administration and their agenda and their executive orders and the things that they're pressing through in only like a month's time, it's, it's not even been a month yet, that they've been in supposed office. Okay, again, do not I still don't have any proof that Joe Biden is residing in the White House. I mean, I I I just don't have any proof to say yes or no. But I will tell you that D.C. For my friends that are in D.C., they say it's still like a you know lockdown, martial law situation there. Uh, The military is still there, and these poor soldiers. It's freezing cold, and they're standing outside. They're they're still not being treated well. Uh, Many many people are very upset at what Joe Biden has done. It's 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 very strange. I mean, honestly, it's unprecedented for a supposed president to have to protect uh, using the the military that he doesn't even like the people that he's trying to vet to make sure they weren't Trump supporters which at least 75 percent of them are and they're and they're worried about that so they're using these soldiers treating them awfully making do you see those pictures where they're like sleeping in a parking garage how awful was that and then uh, the wife of Joe Biden doctor whatever Dr. Jill she goes out there tries to give them cookies like that's gonna make it better here some cookies they're probably scared to eat those cookies I'd be (laughs) I'd be scared to eat those cookies. Um, but anyway, so you know what we're watching right now is, is unprecedented. Imagine how this looks around the world where the American capital city has to basically be locked down in like a martial law type scenario because the people in government, uh, basically Joe Biden and his, his, his cronies are scared of the people that they're supposedly ruling over. And by the way, it was president's day on Monday, did you see anybody celebrating Joe Biden? I didn't see anybody, but he's supposed to have more votes than any other president in history. And yet there wasn't one celebration for Joe Biden. Are we thinking yet? Are we, are we? I know you guys are, but I just pray more and more people get how crazy and bizarre this is. I'm going to go back to Trump's speech now. Our cherished constitutional republic was founded on the impartial rule of law and the indispensable safeguard for our liberties, our rights, and our freedoms. So many of them are under attack. I could just speak the whole show about that. It's a sad commentary, he says, on on our times that one political party, and I would add many rhinos in the in the Republican side, like Mitch McConnell, by the way. One political party in America is given a free pass to denigrate the rule of law. Look what they did with the uh, the riots in all the cities that they wouldn't even call. They called them peaceful protests. They were burning down, looting, rioting, but they called them peaceful protests. Where was the uh, you know, the, the committee, where was the, uh, the, the calls, like they're saying the insurrection at the Capitol. Well, where was the calls from those same lawmakers? Then when our cities were burning, I was going all around the country, speaking at various places. And I was driving through these areas that were hit the hardest. Oh my goodness. I don't think most people got an opportunity to see the damage. It was in the tune of millions, if not billions of dollars. They burned down whole parts of American cities. It was like a war, a war zone. But no one said anything then, and the news didn't report on it. They didn't do any exposés, no documentaries, no one, no one highlighting or exposing as the press should be doing. Instead, it was nothing, it was quiet. But then they, they keep talking about the insurrection at the Capitol. They said an armed insurrection. Who was armed? How, where was it armed? I don't, how is anybody saying it was an armed insurrection, first of all? It was a, a small group of agitators, Asian provocateurs, that were leading in other people that were probably just caught, you know, thinking that they were part of something else. They were kind of just looking around, staying within the ropes. But yes, there was Trump supporters that did enter. I know there was, but it was, it was a planned event. We even saw flyers ahead of time where people were saying dressed as Trump supporters. I mean, how much more obvious if anybody would just do any investigation, I could provide the the investigation information to them because we had the flyers. I was putting them up on social media, showing people, look what they're planning to do. I mean, they're, they're readily available. Can anybody just bring them up? Can anybody even talk about the fact? And what about uh, the people that have been arrested? The majority of them didn't vote for Trump. In fact, many of them were, most of them were registered, registered Democrats, but no one talks about that. And the Antifa member, the, the, the guy that was arrested and, and let go, why don't they talk about him? No one's talking about that man. And others like him, including that guy with the horns. Okay, we, we all know what happened there. I don't need to beat a dead horse on this. So he says, it's a, sad, it's a sad commentary, right? He says, they, they, they cheer mobs, they defame law enforcement, they excuse rioters, they transform justice into a tool of political vengeance and persecute, blacklist, cancel and suppress all people and viewpoints from whom or which they disagree. That's what they do with us. I mean, to the, to the, to the extent that I have to, as a pastor in America, supposed to be the shining city on the hill, we're fighting to make it that again. As a pastor, I have to create private servers and ask people to help us financially so that we can have private servers and private websites that are protected so that people don't take down a pastor in America, the nation that was literally founded on the principles of the Bible. He says, I always have and always will be a champion for the unwavering rule of law, the heroes of law enforcement, and the right of Americans to peacefully and honorably debate the issues of the day without malice and without hate. I believe that because Donald Trump got more uh, minority votes, more people don't realize the diversity of Trump supporters. These are people that just wanted to be able to work, have small businesses, go to their houses of worship and fellowship, you know, have freedom. (laughs) It's not, you know, it's not like a crazy thing. This is what these people wanted, which is what we wanted. We just want to be able to have somebody that stands in the White House for America. Imagine that, a leader that actually loves the country, loves the flag, loves the national anthem, loves the principles that the nation was founded on, the Constitution, and the, and the Founding Fathers' uh, documents that made this nation such a great nation. It's unbelievable that we have an administration, or a quote unquote administration, that literally hate our country. How is this possible? Well, I don't need to ask that question, you know. It's a fraud. It's a steal. There has been yet another phase. This has been, he says, another phase of the greatest witch hunt in the history of our country. Absolutely. No president has ever gone through anything like it. And it continues because our opponents cannot forget the almost 75 million people. I'm gonna say it was more than that because we know it was 80 million people. The highest number ever for a sitting president. I'm gonna say the highest number ever, period, because we know votes were flipped. Who voted for us? In just a short few months ago that's right back in november he says i also want to convey my gratitude to the millions of decent hard-working law-abiding god and country-loving citizens who have bravely supported these important principles in these very difficult and challenging times he says our historic and patriotic and beautiful movement to make america great again think about this has only just begun now here's where it gets interesting and i would say cryptic It says, in the months ahead, I have much to share with you, and I look forward to continuing our incredible journey together to achieve American greatness for our people, all of our people. There has never been anything like it. We have so much work ahead of us, and soon we will emerge with a vision for a bright, radiant, and limitless American future. Can you imagine that? So right here, these two paragraphs, it starts getting very, very interesting because he's talking about Number one, he, he, it's a beautiful movement, yes it is, and it's only just begun. And he says, in the, in the months ahead, I, I'm gonna share things with you. I look forward to continuing our incredible journey together to achieve American greatness for all of our people. And then he says, we have a lot of work to do. I agree. We just talked about some of the work that we're gonna to do together. I'm gonna to talk about more of that probably tomorrow because uh, we don't have time in today's show, but, but there is a lot of work to be done, folks. And we're gonna do that work together And uh, I'm excited to be able to do that with you as the Remnant 300 Warriors. So he says, yes, we have a lot of work and he's gonna emerge, this is interesting, with a vision for a bright, radiant, and limitless American future. Here's what he says, he says, together there is nothing we cannot accomplish. We remain one people, one family, and one glorious nation under God. It's our responsibility to preserve this magnificent inheritance for our children, and for generations of Americans to come. He says, may God bless you and may God forever bless the United States of America. Now, as somebody who researches and researches more and researches again, I've been looking at every data point, friends, trying to see if there's anything new. I saw Steve Bannon, who is an ally of President Trump. We like Steve Bannon. He's got the War Room. Some of you listen to that show. And he's already talking about 2022 and Laura Trump. You know, she's going to run, uh, looks like, in, uh, in the Carolinas. And um, she'll be out there, I guess, with Lindsey Graham. I don't know. Uh, but, you know, it looks like she's going to run. I'm not a huge fan of Lindsey Graham. I think he, he kind of, you know, floats around, kind of going back and forth, depending on which day it is. Not somebody I would trust, not somebody I'd want to be friends with. But President Trump he's willing, you know, he's, he's willing to still have a, a relationship with Lindsey Graham. I, you know I know they have a, an interesting relationship. I, I think the president knows that he's a, a waffler. I think he knows that. He's a politician, just like China Mitch McConnell. But the president is very good at, at working with these different people. I think he's very, very good at that. He had to live in the swamp, ladies and gentlemen. And not only did he live in the swamp of D.C., but he survived as a billionaire in New York. That's you remember the old song, "If I can make it there?" I can make it anywhere. Well, President, President Trump not only made it there, he thrived and, and created a multi-billion dollar empire. And so he, he's used to this stuff. He's, he's great uh, at, at this type of thing. He, he knows how to maneuver. He's, he's really great at it, you know? And um, so, you know, people are saying, well, you know, uh, Bannon's talking about 2022 and 2024. I also have heard Donald Trump's son, Donald Trump Jr., out there. And I have to be honest, he's kind of talking about the same thing. So, you know, what does that mean? Does that mean we're just kind of gearing up to start battling for 2022? Is that where we go from here? And we, and we get all the different, you know, there's a lot of people that feel like their vote didn't count. And I was just having a conversation with a congressman today about this. You know, if, if we don't fix this situation, then there's going to be a lot of people that might not vote because they think their vote doesn't count. And that's not going to help us uh, on the right as the conservative movement. It's not going to help us, you know, so... We got to fix this and there are some things going on. Cindy Powell, I put up the um, interview that she just did and she's talking about uh, that you know that she does have a, a case that's going to be considered by the Supreme Court. I really pray they take this case based on merit. Come on, it's about time. You need to, right? Uh, there's also a case from Lynn Wood. There's also uh, several other cases that could make it to the Supreme Court. So we're gonna have to pray that they do, and any one of those cases could introduce the plethora of evidence that would not only suggest, but that would prove that votes were flipped, that the Dominion machines were rigged, that uh, people used all kinds of fakery and different methods to uh, manipulate the voting system, whether it's uh, mail-in ballots or uh, people at the precinct level or people switching the votes uh, when they're adjudicating. And there's so many different things that happen it's unbelievable. President Trump, won. you know, I'm not going to get into that because it'll take me down, but you know what I'm saying. So um, yeah, we need to be praying for that. I'm also believing that there's other things going on. For instance, remember Bill Barr, who, again, I think he could have done a lot more than what he did. It seems like he wasn't really working for the people. It doesn't seem like he was also working for President Trump. It almost seems like he was an ally with the deep state. Now, as we look back, you ever, you ever read the Navarro report? I mean, the Navarro report, I think there was three parts to that. Unbelievable. Very, very explicit and amazing the, the, from Peter Navarro. You should check that out. Uh, they also put out, uh, you know, Mike Lindell and his his do- documentary. And uh, Lynn Wood and, and Sidney Powell put up a bunch of information. Here's the evidence on their websites. We've shared a bunch of that. It's on rmntnews.com. So it's not like we're lacking evidence or merit if these cases make it it's just really a matter of if they're going to actually hear the cases and if the if the uh system itself if all the different branches of government and the in the in the structure of, of the judiciary in our nation if at all just every institution fails which is like what Sidney Powell is saying then we'll know and i know that gets very discouraging when you see that total failure of the institutions but again we're appealing to the courts of heaven and i don't believe we have to wait till 2022 i believe we have the authority in the name of Jesus to change the situation, folks. So yeah, there's data points. There's all different types of possibilities. Uh, I didn't get into the special counsel. Again, um, I was starting to talk about it, but then I got into Bill Barr. But the special counsel that was appointed by Bill Barr, right? What happened to him? And uh, Durham, right? John Durham. Is he still behind the scenes investigating? What, what? Why don't we hear about it? We don't hear anything about it. You know, is he, is he, is he bringing forth witnesses and putting together all types of things that are going to eventually blow up. Remember President Trump's speech at the Alamo? See, I don't think President Trump does anything without some meaning behind it. I think he's like, uh, you know, the art of war, right? That's his, he's like Sun Tzu. You know, he's always got a meaning. He was at, and I know it wasn't at the Alamo. Many people have corrected me. I know it wasn't at the Alamo, but it had the name Alamo in it, Alamo, Texas, which was by the border. And I still think that there was meaning to that As the, it really didn't make sense. The meeting didn't make sense, but I think there was a cryptic message in that. So you got a couple of data points here, right? You got, you know, uh, Uber, what happened with him? Durham, his report behind the scenes right now. And I think uh, Uber is done, but we still haven't heard of his report. Remember, President Trump declassed a bunch of information right before he left, He, he, he declassified. What happened to that? Why haven't we heard much about it? Is it going to be uh, you know, disseminated at the right time? President Trump is a master strategist, and I just find it hard to believe that he was completely outmaneuvered. I think he has all different types of little bombs that are gonna blow up in the face of the deep state and the Democrats as time goes on here. So I'm not just looking to 2022. I know many people, you know, I don't say a lot. One of the things I'm concerned about, I just don't want to lead people in the wrong direction as a minister of the gospel. I don't want to give you false hope, hopium. That's why I don't talk about it every day. I want us to be equipped. I want us to be strengthened in our faith. I want to talk about things of God and the word. I don't want to just every day go over data points and flesh things. Although I know that this is important information because as the 300, we need to know how to pray and we need to understand in the natural what's going on so we can pray in the supernatural. You know, that's what we need to do. We need to pray in the supernatural and believe that God will move in these areas, expose, and that there will be uh, an unseating of the wicked. That's what I said. Remember number 10. I'm speaking life and believing the wicked will be unseated and God will thwart the assignment of hell on our nation and turn it around for his glory. Number four, people will say only God could have done this. Think about these things, right? God is moving always. God is moving always. And I believe, as the word of God says, because again, uh, where did I put it here? Got Number eight, God is not a man that he would lie. What do I mean by that? Well, God said there's going to be a great end time harvest. So if we are getting close to the end times or in the end times, wouldn't it make sense that there would be a great harvest? Why couldn't that be now? That's what we're believing for, a return to our true faith, not the seeker- friendlyism. Not the stuff where we leave out the cross and the blood of Jesus and repentance, but the full Bible and the power behind it, the anointing of the Holy Spirit of living God. Think about that. That's why I believe, folks. Did you see the crowd for Donald Trump from his supporters in Florida on Monday? I didn't see anybody like that for Joe Biden. No one was outside for Joe Biden, but there was a huge crowd in Florida for President Trump. Think about that, right? I know many people are without power in Texas today. I just want to tell you, we're praying for you down there. If you're able to hear this show, I want you to know there's saints of God all around the country praying for you. I'm very sorry. I, I can't help but believe there's more to this story, why the power would be out for Texans. I think there's, there's some, Mark Taylor was talking about this. I think there might be some there there. It just is a little interesting to me that Texas is targeted again. There's always things going on, more things than we realize behind the scenes, Saints. I really believe that. We're putting together groups in the communities. I'm actually gonna be talking to somebody in the next few days here, which I think will be uh, an influential person that may be able to help us. Um, I don't wanna be somebody that's always asking for money. I know it's, uh, you know, I'm ambitious and I have a lot of vision and I think that we're able to do many of these things and I listed many of them out on the website, on Facebook today. But uh, I will tell you that I wanna have action in the communities. If we can get 10 people, together for every single city council meeting to attend and push back against all this globalist agenda 2030 nonsense and all the other agendas that are encapsulated in that we need to have representatives of the remnant 300 warriors in these city council meetings we need to have remnant 300 warriors pushing back against the deep state darkness evil demonic assignments of hell because that's what they are they want to control our kids and indoctrinate them and steal away the family unit and you know and, and break down the uh what they call the nuclear family this is an all-out assault and so we need to be active and involved this is what being a warrior in this time means i also talked about i'd like to see people have 24 hour house of prayers now i know 24 hours is super ambitious but what if we could get a house of prayer from nine to five that's open in each city that people could go to and receive prayer in counseling, and ministry. Think about how amazing that would be, right? If we could literally have people that are willing to, to deliver people, they need to know how to, to do deliverance. And we're going to teach people how to be deliverance ministers. It doesn't, you'll see, we just have to teach people. We have to teach people that first of all, God is willing, God is able. Here's how you do it. We got to teach people, listen, in this time of pandemics or Supposed pandemics, we need to have houses of prayer where the city isn't coming after them, going crazy about you know people being attending a service. But you can just come there, maybe make an appointment if you have to, walk in as far as I'm concerned, and get hands laid on you because that's what the Bible says: lay hands on the sick and they'll be healed. Do not forsake the assembling of the brethren. If we can just get maybe some remnant pastors, I want to put together like a database, not to track people but a database of willing pastors that are remnant pastors in each city, where you could say, hey, if I'm in Cincinnati, Ohio, here's the remnant pastors. If I'm in Florida, here's the remnant pastors, right? If I'm in this city, and what we're gonna do is we're gonna connect the remnant pastors around the country. This is very ambitious, but I think it's possible. That's why God has put us together. That's what the 300 is. That's what the remnant warriors are. We're putting together a network of remnant believers for a time as this to be the actual church. That's where revival's gonna happen, folks. New life. We need new life. Pastors that actually believe that God is willing to do miracles, signs, and wonders right now, not later, not in Africa, here, here in America. I know he's willing. I know he's able. He's God. He sits on the throne. He's the King of kings. He's the Lord of lords. So I wanna encourage you as we get ready to in today's broadcast, you're not defeated. You're not alone. God's not done with you. I know your situation may seem tough. Some of you write me and tell you tell me about your situation. I wish I could have phone calls with each and every one of you. I really do. I do have some prayer warriors that I think I can connect some people with. Uh, you know, we're we're going to put together a, a prayer warrior army here. Some of you have said you want to be a prayer warrior. That's great. Reach out to me. Let me know if you're willing to help. Pray for others. And, uh, you know, I wish I could do it all, folks, but, you know, I mean, there's just a lot of things we're working on. And so I, I do my part. I do as much as I can. My wife is very, very understanding. But if we could put together remnant prayer warriors and leaders and, and different people, maybe in different cities, and, and, and we could pick up the slack. And, and, you know, the Bible says the laborers are few, but there are laborers. You, you may have that on your heart. If you say, Pastor Todd, I, I want to be a remnant leader in my city. Maybe if people contact you, maybe I can pray with them or you know, talk to them. That would be wonderful. I'm not just asking for somebody that's ill-equipped. I, I pray that you are somebody that I would consider an intercessor, somebody that knows how to pray, that knows God's word, that you've been studying and in the word for a while, that you're walking consecrated, that you uh, you're truly have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Maybe you're called to ministry. Reach out to me. If you're a city uh, leader, if you're a, a church that would like to have a remnant room, you know, we'll call it a remnant room or a house of prayer, where people in your city could come and receive prayer during the week, counsel, uh, get delivered. If you know how deliverance ministry, that's key and important. That's who remnant people are. We understand that God is able to do miracles. He's able to deliver people. Listen, you can't fix a spiritual problem with a chemical solution. A lot of doctors are giving a lot of people uh, chemical solutions for a spiritual issue, but deliverance can heal somebody from that. So these are all important things. Reach out to me, Todd, T-O-D-D dot at R-L-C-U-S dot org. Or you can contact me through the website, ToddCoconato.com. Also, if you want to help, maybe you're not able to pray with people or be a remnant leader in the city, uh, a remnant warrior in your city, but you're, you're still an intercessor, you're a remnant warrior, you just can't be doing the things that I just talked about. M- you know, maybe you can help us in praying for us. We need prayer coverings big time. We're in a major spiritual battle. And we also need financial assistance because we are definitely David versus Goliath. And uh, we literally are, are moving full steam ahead, um, sometimes without the funds because we're just believing that God's going to bring it. in. And so if you can help us in that area, it makes just the world of difference. You can go to c o c o n a t o C-O-C-O-N-A-T-O.com slash give. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I'll be back tomorrow I know I talked about yesterday on the broadcast that I was gonna talk about UFOs. I still wanna address that. Many people have been asking me that question. I wanna address a coming deception that I think is gonna happen in a, in a short season where they're gonna start really rolling this out more. And it, it's a way to, to try to delegitimize God. And they're gonna say that you know we're just one of many. It's, it's, it's part of the uh, globalist agenda. And so I'm gonna uncover that. And hopefully tomorrow we can get to it. But I did think it was important to read through President Trump's statement, because we didn't cover it on the broadcast. And uh, I think that it does have some cryptic messages there. I think that President Trump is working behind the scenes, but even more importantly, God is working behind the scenes. It's not about Donald Trump, whether he's in or not, or gets back in or not. It's about that God has empowered us as the remnant to move forward and turn this country around by the power of the Holy Spirit. We are able to do it because God is able to do it. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in. God bless you. We'll be back tomorrow.